0: Uh, my, uh, my speech today uh, is talking about technology for public good. Uh, now, my background, uh, I've spent 22 years working in IT, uh, and, and to be honest, it was never a conscious decision. Uh, I'm sure that can be said for uh, for many of us in the room. Uh, the, the, the reality for me, uh, you know, it not being a conscious decision, I actually flunked my A-level eight- um, but I, I've always been interested uh, in technology in, uh, in a variety of different ways. Uh, so growing up I was a member of, uh, of, a, uh, of an Amiga computing club. Um, it was just me and a whole host of uh, middle-aged men, which, slight, which sounds slightly sinister. Uh, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't quite as sinister as that. Uh, but I think I got the taste for technology during that era. Um, over the uh, over the last 22 years um, I've worked for a lot of different um, uh, different organizations that work in public good uh, and by that <coughs> uh, excuse me uh, by that I mean either healthcare um, healthcare regulators uh, education or unitary authorities so if I talk a little bit about the work that I've done um, when I joined Nursing Midwifery Council, so the NMC is a, uh, is a health regulator uh, and they're the governing body really for nurses and midwives um, around, uh, around the UK. So when I arrived the CEO says to me I want to digitise um, pretty much overnight uh, and within a week of me being there there was a big fire at our data centre. Um, And it was pretty obvious, we didn't even have disaster recovery in place. So the chances of us digitizing overnight were pretty slim. Uh, Over an 18 month period, we did take NMC on a journey. Um, And the journey really, we we pushed out the first digital service for those guys. Um, And 800,000 nurses and midwives uh, used an online digital service for the first time ever. Um, And and the interesting piece about that was that we actually uh, reduced the spend. So, you know, posting letters, which is how they'd handled it before, had cost half a million a year. So there was a fundamental shift in how we were starting to engage. Uh, Department for Education is a central government department. Um, I don't know what they're like in the States, but in the UK they're known for being pretty old school. Uh, Department for Education was no different. So when I arrived, it was a you know, £50 million budget, um, uh, but, but the way they were operating was very old school. So physical data centre uh, in the office in London, costing a fortune, and every service was being run internally. Um, again, with, uh, with DfE, we really needed to, to drive a cultural change um, to, to start some of that transformation. Uh, Central Bedfordshire was uh, a unitary authority, uh, and Central Beds was actually my first head of IT role. Um, and, you know, I don't know whether there's a common theme here, but within day 10 of me being on board, we were on the BBC News um, because we couldn't make benefits payments. Um, and that's, that's not because I'm a really bad omen, uh, that's, that's just because, you know, the IT was very antiquated, um, and, and we needed to. You know, in that case, we actually needed to understand which applications were sitting on, on which virtual machines. So it was a fundamental uh, kind of redesign uh, right across the organization. So for, for me, the advent of digital is, um, is both timely and enlightening, really. Uh, despite many uh, CIO and CTO uh, job titles, I wouldn't say I'm particularly technical. Um, And I think, uh, for for me, digital really brings together uh, business transformation and the cultural change that is needed to to drive some of these initiatives. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about my last uh, last role, uh, which was actually running all patient-facing digital transformation uh, for the NHS. So the NHS is, is serving 60 million people um, across the UK. Um, and and when, I went into, um, when I went into the NHS, I was kind of met with a wall of Gantt charts um, and people were saying, this is our digital transformation. I'm thinking, wow, that does not look digital to me. So it was pretty obvious that there was gonna to need to be a massive cultural change. Uh, before we uh, before we got going, uh, the the programme of work for the NHS was was massive um, in way of scope. Um, you know, it's a three hundred million pound budget, so four hundred staff uh, around the UK, and, and the programme was responsible uh, for transforming uh, NHS.UK. So NHS.UK has fifty million people access the service. Um, and and it it has been, uh, previously, flat file content. And what we needed to do was actually move that out to live transactional services. Uh, We also put Wi-Fi into every GP surgery and every hospital in the country. Um, uh, One of the other key initiatives was around uh, apps. And, and not just uh, spinning up apps that, you know, have a supposed health benefit, but actually evidencing that these apps do work uh, and going through a, a full clinical efficacy progr- program. Uh, so in, in way of, uh, I sincerely hope these videos are gonna work, but in, in way of um, telling the story about the NHS, um, I'm, I'm gonna show you, um, the environment that I needed to create, so the digital lab where we co-located uh, clinicians and digital people to start to build out some of these services. That's actually the wrong video, but this, this is talking about the NHS app. So the app is um, is the culmination of the work that we did to transform. So the, uh, the NHS app looks looks pretty straightforward, but, but what we're at, we've actually achieved here is um, is providing uh, users with the ability to access their medical records, to register with a GP, and to constantly have that information at their uh, at their fingertips. Uh, this app went into a public beta uh, just before Christmas. So you've got, you know, hundreds of thousands of people uh, up and down the country now using this to access uh, services. Um, In way of the environment, um, I'm going to play one other very short video which is about the environment we needed to create to kickstart this transformation. So the rationale really around moving to the new premises is about bringing uh, Domain A and Domain B together. So from a Papers 2020 perspective, uh, those guys are responsible for jointly delivering everything that is patient facing. We're collaborating to deliver really good products and services for our users. and uh, It's really important that we get to do that in the same location. We're going to be able to communicate with each other much more easily. Um, we're also in the centre of the NHS digital floor so we're going to feed off the buzz of the teams around us. Having clinicians as part of the team and that includes not just doctors but nurses, physios other allied health professionals can really help facilitate the journey for patients. I think it will be a huge benefit to the organisation to have our own lab because um, it really demonstrates how we're using user-centred design principles, we're listening to our users, we're using out their feedback to iterate products, to design products and ultimately um, Um, meet their needs. What we're trying to do, I think, is try to create a culture where it's innovative, experimental, keep people at the heart of everything we're doing, and have a real culture where it's okay to experiment, it's okay to learn and to fail sometimes if you want true innovation. What we've tried to do is create a space here that is a lot more conducive to squad-based ways of working, agile ways of working in an all-round nicer environment to be in. You know, we've got capacity to to grow um, and we've now got the ability to really hire some key skills into a, a central location in London. Oh, yeah, I was obviously looking a little bit more professional whilst I was still working at the NHS. <laughs> um, one, one of the final bits I want to share about the, the journey with the NHS was, um, was opening up the APIs that we built so that um, developers could start to create an ecosystem um, around, uh, around some of the NHS data. So, you know, I had a fantastic team of people you know across various uh, digital disciplines um, but in way of really cutting edge uh, innovation and transformation skills uh, enabling developers to come in and, and build out uh, use and open source uh, techniques the uh, you know both both from an API perspective and from a data perspective uh, gave us a real value add. Um, at the end of my role with the NHS, I was uh, I was pretty burnt out, um, and, and you know toyed with: do I go and do another big central government role? Or do I go and do something uh, something very different? Um, I want to share just very briefly. I'm conscious I'm running over, or will be running over. Um, you know what, what drives me from a personal standpoint to want to run an organisation that is focused on tech for public good. So, uh, 14 years ago, my stepdaughter, uh, this is Charlotte, uh, Charlotte contracted meningococcal septizumia uh, and is a triple amputee as a result. Um, it was an incredibly difficult time for all of us um, and Charlotte spent 12 months uh, in hospital uh, with six months in intensive care. Um, and and the, you know, the care that Charlotte got from the NHS uh it, it kind of blew my mind so from a personal standpoint i've, I've always um i've always wanted to give back uh, but i think this experience uh you know however uh difficult and remains difficult for all of us um has really kind of um, instilled in me a desire to want to give uh, want to give back so at the end of the nhs gig i had the opportunity uh, of coming in to a company called Different. Um, and Different at that time was a recruitment company. I had no desire to run a recruitment company. Uh, I'm not knocking anybody who does, my I add, uh, But I just didn't fancy it. Um, but the owner had um, a successful business um, and, and was keen on exploring running a, a proper digital delivery business. So I, I jumped in uh, 14 months ago Um, and started running different. So we've been uh, going through an an intensive period of of hiring the right permanent people um, and building out the team. And building out the team of people that actually want to work on tech for public good. Um, I'm going to talk briefly about some of the work that different as an organisation is doing. So um, NHS Jobs um, is a service that Uh, People use if they want to go and work in the NHS. So whether they are uh, clinical staff, they're digital, or they are back office. Uh, The problem with the service is it was built in 2007 and it's pretty old in way of tech. Um, And and the limitations on the service have meant lots of uh, NHS bodies have gone ahead and built their own, or bought their own. So, you know, the net result is a huge overspend from an NHS perspective. So what we did is we've actually created a, uh, you know, a co-blended team uh, with the NHS. We've bought um, clinical staff into the team, but we've also bought um, uh, people who are wanting to work in the NHS. Um, and we're going through a process at the minute of actually fundamentally redesigning this. Um, our initial view was we would go and buy a recruitment platform and we would plug some of this stuff in. But the difficulty when you've got a system that is used at the scale that any system in the NHS would be, is the price point from a licensing perspective just blew the budget. So what we will end up with, uh, or more to the point, what the NHS will end up with is, is an asset in, in, in its own right. So um, it, it will be a, an open source based, Platform um, with microservices uh, around varying areas like psychometric testing, etc. But the NHS will also have the ability to take that out to market um, and and therefore create a revenue stream, um, which is, is not something, it's not a way that the NHS has operated before, but it's absolutely something they're considering now. One of the other projects we're working on is for uh, Her Majesty's prison and probation service. So the diagram here shows uh, the strategy uh, for the probation service. Um, And and this little bit is is our piece of the pie. And and the piece of work we're doing for these guys is about working with prisoners 13 weeks before they come out of prison. What we want to do um, is, is help them open a bank account. Um, is is help them apply for benefits, um, plug them into GPs, but also plug them into employers that would actually hire ex-offenders, and that ties back into the NHS jobs platform. The reality is, at the minute, a lot of people can leave prison with 50 quid and a tent, uh, and it can take weeks for their benefits payments to arrive. Uh, and the rate of people reoffending during that period is is incredibly high, um, and so you know we, we're working at the minute with with colleagues um, in HMPPS to to explore if we serve up you know digital services to people while they're in prison, um, can we start to reduce the reoffending? Uh, so in way of an organisation. Um, you know, we, we, are, we pride ourselves on, on wanting to, to work with organisations um, that are focused on public good. Uh, and that's, that's quite a tall order for a relatively new company, uh, but it's, it's absolutely uh, part of the, you know, the reason I've joined the organisation is, is that we, absolutely, we, you know, we attract people that want to work on projects like this. Um, so I'm going to close on one final personal share Um, Can I just have a a, a show of hands, Uh, does this logo mean anything to anybody in the room? It's really hard to see with a light actually, but um, I I think it's a few hands going up. So uh, just a a final personal share from me, Um, not not only is it the first time I've spoken internationally, uh, but it's also my five years sober today, so uh, thank you very much. That is uh, water in the bottle. So I love talking about my work. If if anybody does want to uh, have a conversation, either grab me while I'm here or grab hold of me on on social media. Uh, Thank you very much.